Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. A lot of information in that storm team forecast from meteorologist Marissa Wallace, and you can text the word snow to the Old National Bank talk and text line 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. Text the word snow, and we'll send the forecast out to you as well. What's the term we saw to describe the snow tonight and tomorrow? Neutral? It's a neutral snow? <laughs> you read that this well. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> so it's not super, super heavy, okay. and it's not super, super fluffy. It's more of a neutral snow. It's in the middle? <laughs> yes, so that's what you a can expect. A medium snow? Right, so it won't break your back like the last time. It shouldn't fall through a parking garage, but it won't be super light either. <laughs> it shouldn't. <laughs> How much right. we get it where you put it, apparently. Yeah, I mean, what to make of it? Marissa is, uh, I've just been kind of watching her forecast this morning as well. Her her higher snow totals are near the lake. And so from a line Sheboygan on down to Kenosha, she's got sort of this area that's going to be, that's closer to the lake, obviously. How far inland that goes is uncertain, but that's the area that she's targeting for five to eight inches of snow. So it could be some isolated spots that get up to 10, and for the rest of us, just to the west of the lake, four to six inches. But this is one of those where it looks like everybody's getting yeah, in on it. They're pretty confident in these totals. As far as school closings and stuff like that, I know my, my kids are going to, are we going to have school tomorrow? And I've said yes every time, and I've been wrong every time this season. You know, the talk of the hallway where my kid goes at the high school, he says the talk yeah, what's is the talk? that what's they're the going to start late tomorrow. And I'm like, How, where are you hearing this from? And he says he hears it from some teachers and from some kids. So clearly it's out there. I feel like that's more of a, a rural district thing, the late start, particularly yeah. those who have buses going longer distances. And you know, the good news about this snow is the bulk of it's going to fall overnight, it sounds like, so that crews can get out in the morning and get a handle on it. It will still be snowing, according to the forecast right now, in the morning. Marissa just said it doesn't taper off until later in the day, Friday afternoon, but the snow would be lighter in the morning, so hopefully crews will have an opportunity to get a handle on it. Yeah, that's yeah. well, you'd think so, but you never know. We'll we'll be ready for it. They do, they're, they're, like they're the inside sources at school. They're the talking about the NFL offseason with sources. Yeah, the kids at school have the best sources. That's your. That's my your kids. Source? At my fourteen year old has called every snow day. And I'm like, I'm like, be quiet. You're going to school right? tomorrow. And then, like four hours same. later, you get a call. You're like, are you kidding me? And he goes, I told you, my house, his <laughs> house, same same conversation. <laughs> there, yeah. I don't know what they're saying. They're they're wrong. They're, you're having school tomorrow. <laughs> and you get the buzz on the phone. Ah, oh, we've made the decision. <laughs> really. <laughs> Dad's wrong again. 514 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Quarterback uncertainty in Green Bay continues following multiple meetings with the New York Jets. Packers four-time MVP Aaron Rodgers reportedly remains undecided about his playing future. Somehow, someway, Aaron Rodgers is going to have to come to a decision. But it is his decision. I think that's been one of the more important themes here is that regardless of what the Packers want, what the Jets want, what the Raiders want, this is all about what does Aaron Rodgers want. And my understanding is his wishes is something that the Packers will listen to. If he has fruitful conversations with the Jets, if he likes it there, if he decides that is where he wants to finish his career, the Packers will accommodate him and go forward and start the process of working on a trade. If he tells the Packers, Jets were nice. Robert Sala is a very nice person. I like Joe Douglas, but I want to head back to the Packers. They will welcome him back. If it's retirement, which is certainly an option still, 
and everyone will move on that way. This is all about what does Aaron Rodgers want? He's beginning to learn that this week. That was NFL Network's Ian Rappaport on the latest surrounding the situation in Green Bay. More certainly to follow as the NFL New League year is less than one week away. Over to College Hoops, where it was a must-win game for Wisconsin in their first round of the Big Ten tourney, and it was a game, well, they found themselves down by as much as 27 points in the first half, but continued to battle back. Spinning inside, wall. Backing down, doing what he does best, bucket and the foul. Tyler Wall would do all he could, leading the team with 19 points, but it would be too little, too late for Wisconsin as they fall to Ohio State by a final of 65-57 to to end their tournament hopes and possibly their season. Head coach Greg Gard on what went wrong for his squad. For us, disappointing start the first half. Thought they were way more aggressive than we were. They put us on our heels in a lot of situations. They got very comfortable with what they were doing offensively. By the time we had rallied and, and played you know, with more aggressiveness, more physicality in the second half, obviously we had ourselves dug into way too deep of a hole. So a good lesson for us in terms of the tale of two halves, but the, I thought the, de- the difference was the aggressiveness and the physicality they played with in the first half that we did not match, and second half we finally started to, to do some things how we've done them through part of the year. Wisconsin now will sit and wait to see if they make the college basketball tournament as the announcement of dates and games and seedings are this upcoming Sunday. Staying don't in book Cal- any space for that party. I don't think so either. <laughs> the, that ship has probably for the reveal sailed. show. Yeah. That bubble has burst. But it was a close game. <laughs> does does that mean at one point it was? They were down right. twenty-seven at one point. They, yeah, but then they they made it tight. Yeah, after three about three minutes left in the game. <laughs> uh, we're gonna stay right in college hoops though. Uh, some hardware coming home. Some good news, guys, for well, college hoops in Wisconsin. Some hardware coming home for Marquette as league announced Wednesday. Head coach Shaka Smart has been named Big East Coach of the Year. And Tyler Kolick was named Big East Player of the Year. This college basketball tournament update is presented by Outdoor Living Unlimited. And finally, to the hardwood, where the Bucks look to keep their two-game lead as the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. They get set to host Brooklyn tonight over at Pfizer. Catch full coverage right here on WTMJ, beginning at 6.30. Coming up, the extraordinary email to the show this week as the legend grows. 5.18 on Wisconsin's Morning News. I received an extraordinary email addressed to the show this week. Oh, yeah? I'll share it with you now. Okay. It's from a woman named Ann. She is the proprietor of establishment in Fond du Lac County. Okay. I was listening to your broadcast from a couple of weeks ago, and I wanted to let you know we enjoyed it very much. It was an awesome segment, and we laughed so hard we were crying. Any thoughts? Excellent. <laughs> Challenge has been accepted yes. and done. Hmm. What are we talking about here? I'm, An establishment Fond in Fond du Lac. Fond du Lac. Yeah. That has something to do with this, I'm assuming. I have a feeling I know, but still. But I, yeah. Hmm. So I got on the phone and I called <laughs> Sean Went. And I said, Sean, I need some help. Sean Went. <laughs> yes. The legend. So she was reacting to our story, which uh, we need to reset here. This is a guy who speared a massive sturgeon, top 10 biggest of all time. He pulled Mm -hmm. it out of Lake Winnebago during the latest spearfishing season in February. And so we were joking at the time because he just randomly name-jobs this guy, (laughs) Sean Went. In the soundbite. Out of nowhere. Right, without any further context. You know, I could call Sean Went. Sean, I need some help. This is the guy he needed to call in that situation. So here's the conversation that our emailer, Ann, was referring to. 
And so I got on the phone and I called Sean Went. <laughs> I say, hey, Sean, you got to get over here. Christ, I got a big one here. <laughs> and then I imagined that Sean Went is just the guy that you call for everything. Anything. Yeah, I'm snowed in here. I bet Sean Went, he got a plow on his. On his Chevy, he can come here and plow me out. I could call Sean Went. My shanty's starting to sink into the water a little bit. Better call Sean Went for a tow. He can help you out over He's here. He's got those sleds, you know. <laughs> call Sean Went. He's going to reboot that. <laughs> I like my version. I do, too. My brain. Sean Went, just right? some, some Swiss army knife of a man up there in the Fox Valley. So back to Anne's email. Yes, Sean is a legend in this area, she writes. In case you didn't get in touch with him, Here's his number. <laughs> Stop in and visit us at Wentz sometime, or better yet, have Sean guide you spearing next year. Oh, awesome. Anne is Anne Cross is her maiden name. Anne Cross went. It's Sean's yeah. Wentz sister. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. She and her husband own Wentz on the Lake. Of she, course they do. Of course oh, invited fantastic. us for a visit. Fantastic. And included contact information for Sean. Ooh, so now we all have to go up there. I think that's a field trip for sure. Wisconsin's morning news field trip. We dine. We dine at Wentz on the Lake. Do we eat sturgeon? I don't man, I really don't think most people eat sturgeon. I think yeah, you can stake them from what I hear, and that's not bad. Caviar? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> As long as Sean is there, I get, I get he may or may not be there. Like you know, like we could. Call <laughs> hey, he might be busy. He we could don't know. Be busy doing God knows what they need him for up there. So I wouldn't count on Sean necessarily being there. Oh, but I got a fantastic. number. Fantastic. I don't know. Do we actually want to meet him? Is it better? Better <laughs> you don't mystery? meet your heroes sometimes. <laughs> right. Yes. He's so much better in our imagination. I like that she confirms, like, yeah, no, he's a legend. <laughs> yes, people do call him when they need things. So that is uh, from Ann up there, Wentz on the Lake, if you're ever, ever up in Fond du Lac County. I think it's north of Fond du Lac proper there on Lake Winnebago. You know what that also means? The podcast page is rocking. She was finding that a couple of weeks after the fact. That was talked about, right? Did you hear that those guys on the radio were talking about Sean? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you want to access that, you want to listen to the whole thing on The Legend of Sean Went. It's up on our podcast page wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on 543, the quest for a gold ball gets underway in Green Bay today for seven teams from southeast Wisconsin. That's how I handicapped the field there. Means a state championship in girls basketball just a heartbeat away. That's the celebration for Kettle Moraine as they were crowned sectional champions and look to defend their state title of last year in Division One. They play tomorrow night along with Germantown and Brookfield East, who play each other. So no matter what, we know Southeast Wisconsin will have at least one team in the state final on Saturday. In Division Two, you got Pewaukee, the Pirates, looking for their third state championship in four years. Dominant. They've had a good run. Yeah, they also tip off on Friday. So tipping off this afternoon, we start with the smaller schools. So Division Three, we have Waupon and Milwaukee Academy of Science in their semifinal matchup. Kewaskum is in that group as well. And the tournament, again, playing in Green Bay. They moved to Green Bay years ago. My stepmom was a high school basketball coach, and I remember, so she and my dad would go almost every year to the mm-hmm, tournament. Mm-hmm. Haven't been in a number of years since it's been in Green Bay, but I think 
Green Bay just rolled out the red carpet for the girls' tournament. You know, I think they'd often played at the Alliant Energy Center as opposed to the Kohl Center okay. when they moved it out of the field house. And just, you know, Madison's got a lot of things going on, right? Yeah, you can have it here or not. And Green Bay was like, we'll take bum, it. Bum, bum, yeah. Center of the show right there. And I've heard they've had a wonderful reception Great. up That's there awesome. for the WIA State Girls Basketball Tournament. So they are back at the Rush Center with games starting this afternoon. Lifetime memories. Some of those girls are going to leave champions of the right? state. It's fun. This is cool. I Can't love this take time that away from you. That's yeah. that's awesome. So rooting for all of them. Five forty four on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. College hoop season is heating up as Wisconsin was back in action Wednesday night against Ohio State in the first round of their Big Ten tournament. It was a slow start for Wisconsin, who saw a 27-point deficit at one point in the first half, but made a late run in the second. Hepburn, his first field goal of the night, and Wisconsin back with an eight. Hepburn would cut the Ohio State lead with just under three minutes to go, but it would be too late as Wisconsin falls in the first round of the Big Ten tournament by a final score of 65 to 57. After the game, Tyler Wall, who led the Badgers with 19 points, spoke on the difficulty of trying to get back in the game after being down early. We've seen those shots not go in. Um, it definitely played on us, and it, it affected our defense. They were they were super aggressive, and when we were not we were not sound on defense by the start of it, and from the shots not going in, we just dig our, dug ourselves in a huge hole, and it was hard to come back from that. It's been an up-and-down season for Wisconsin, and head coach Greg Gard said he thinks there's plenty of lessons learned throughout the course of the season. A lot of lessons that haven't been pleasant to go through that these guys have experienced. That's what I talked about afterwards, that we have to be able to use these to our advantage, no matter what happens you know, the rest of this year and then spinning forward. But we're more focused on this year right now. But we obviously have maturing to do in some of these areas and, and we've seen that i think that's the one thing with younger teams is the inconsistency and we sometimes we change uh colors right within a game today's a good example wisconsin will now sit and wait to see if they make the college basketball tournament as the announcement of dates and games and seedings are this sunday this college basketball tournament update is presented by outdoor living unlimited and to the nfl packers four-time mvp aaron Rodgers. Reportedly had multiple meetings with the New York Jets. They even flew out to California to see him. But what exactly did those meetings consist of? Well, this is a situation where I think the Jets officials, other than Nathaniel Hackett, didn't know Aaron Rodgers and he didn't know them. So this was part of a get-to-know-you session in part. Also part for Aaron Rodgers to hear what the Jets organization is about. Maybe they could have brought you on that trip, Greeny, to help sell it. But they need to explain to him exactly what he would be stepping into, what the personnel is like, how their philosophies are. And again, I think Aaron Rodgers still ultimately has to make the decision about whether or not he's going to play. ESPN's Adam Schefter there as the NFL New League year starts next week. And over to the Diamond where baseball is starting to heat up as the Milwaukee Brewers rolled out a prospect-heavy lineup against Great Britain in a fun exhibition game. Highly touted prospect Jackson Chorio had himself a day in his spring training debut, going two for three with a walk, two doubles, and two runs as the Brew Crew win 8-2 to two after the game manager Craig Council on the hype surrounding Chorio. The player earns the hype. That that's you should you should you know you should celebrate it because the player earned it absolutely he earned it and at the same time then there's also just still like 
those hurdles, they never, the player learns is that they never stop. Like somebody keeps putting a hurdle in front of them. Somebody keeps putting something else in front of them, and it's, it's never ending. Next up for the Brewers is a 2.05 first pitch today against the San Francisco Giants. The startling number of teachers leaving the classroom in Wisconsin and why. John Mercury. Yeah, John Mercury joins us next on Wisconsin's Morning News. on Wisconsin's Morning News. John Mercury, host of Wisconsin's Afternoon News, is with us this morning. want to carry over a conversation that we were having on our show that you were also having on your show. These startling statistics about how many teachers, specifically in Wisconsin, John, either are new to the profession and simply are not lasting, or how many longtime educators are leaving the job. So let's start with that first stat, which I know you guys discussed. I'm fascinated by this. The biggest challenge, it appears, in our education system is retention of teachers. So if you go to school, you get your degree in teaching, you get your license, and then you become a teacher, one-third of those teachers, after they've already started in the classroom, will never make it five years. So one-third will not make it five years, which definitely means that they're not making it their career. Um, one other statistic before we get more deep into the conversation. Not everyone who gets a teaching degree actually bothers to get licensed. So you go to a school in our state. You get your degree in elementary education or your high school teaching major. And then many of those folks, one in five, don't bother to sit for the test. They decide, huh. I'm not going to get licensed now after spending four years studying this. I'm going to instead go into marketing or I'm going to go into sales or I'm going to do something else. One in five, not even ever entering the teaching profession. Man, I wonder if all it took was a semester of student teaching and they're like, nope. Could be. Could be. (laughs) Nope. There's a lot to be said for that. Where'd you do your student teaching? That's a very valid question. You know, I have a lot of educators in my family, Mm -hmm. John. My wife used to teach, uh, my dad, my stepmom, my mom, grandparent. uh, My grandma was a teacher. You know, so Mm -hmm. these kinds of conversations are not new to me. I know folks have different opinions on teachers. I've always said, just being a teacher, that can be a very easy job. To be a good teacher is a very challenging job, and it seems more so now than ever. What's the problem? Why aren't we hanging on to people? Uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of issues. You know, they're not paid enough, and we can have that discussion. I know they get summers off and they get a month at Christmas, but they're not paid enough. And and my opinion is they're just not. And part of the reason they need to be paid more is the other issue: safety and security in our yep. schools. Teachers don't feel safe. They don't feel supported. There's less school resource officers. There are more fights. I mean, a couple in both high schools in Tosa recently. Teachers don't feel safe and supported, and if they're not comfortable and safe. We talk about our kids needing to feel safe in the classroom. Well, if a teacher doesn't feel safe in the classroom, they're not going to continue to teach. You lose people. Well, and I've made this point as well. And again, regardless of, you know, maybe you're happy with the the teachers that are in your kid's life. Maybe you're not. Maybe you have issues. But this is a workplace. And you would no more put up with, at your workplace, people fighting or other people coming to attack other people at your workplace, like we've seen with the parents showing up to tango with a school resource officer or other students in the schools. This is a workplace, and whether it be students or the teachers, the staff, the administration, they also need to feel safe in that workplace. And if they don't, don't, complain about teachers or don't, but we have to have them, and they're leaving, yeah. and this is a problem that needs to be addressed. You're right. I mean, in Tosa, there have been seven, uh, 11, excuse me, 11 expulsion notifications this year. That's the most in a decade, and it stems largely from incidents that involve fighting. And in many of those incidents, teachers, counselors, 
school resource officers are getting involved and they're going home literally bruised and bloodied. They come in at the beginning of the day and they just want to teach a, a good social studies lesson or make sure that kids understand Spanish at the proper level for their AP tests. And instead, they're breaking up fights in the hallways. If I had to come in here every day and not only do this radio show, but I had to worry about peeling you and Billstead off of each other in the hallway, I wouldn't want to come in here every day. Well, let me just tell you, that's a quick fight, <laughs> Eric. <laughs> You, that is there, quick fight, there, not the way you think. There wouldn't be much left there, you know, for yeah. you to break off. <laughs> John Mercure, host of Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Appreciate you being with us in the morning sometimes, John. Thanks. Hey, thanks, Vince. Not really the point of the conversation, <laughs> but who wins, you or me? I'm scrappy. I don't know, man. I, I, I'm not big, but I'm scrappy. I'll pull hair if I need to. I was going to say, you're reaching for something, right? <laughs> Weapons involved, for sure. I think I might have the reach on you, too, which for helps sure. me. Yeah, that could, could be ugly. Might have to try that.